Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Jalenta. Hey, Kristen. It has been a while since we talked to the great Carolyn. Oh, for real. I feel like it's been a full lifetime, and I am very desperate to know if she's relaxing now, you know, even with all of her lists. Yeah, and is she still doing that big, big bad thing, saying no? Oof, I gotta find out. We need to check in on her. Yes, and we also need to read some of these listener letters that have piled up. Oh, of course we do. So, let's get to it. Let's get this We Love You and So Can You follow-up episode a-going. After each main episode of We Love You and So Can You, we do a follow-up with the most recent guest because, like you, we're dying to know how they're doing. So last week, our episode focused on Carolyn, a woman who, in her own words, loved to work very, very hard and play very hard, but also wanted to learn to have more balance so she'd stop crashing super hard. Yes. And at the end of two weeks with us, it seemed she was actually on her way to that balance. She even began saying no to some outside demands and yes to herself. Yay, Carolyn. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really want to know how she is doing. I want to know if she's able to relax now. I'm very curious. So Lindsay, could you please get her on the line for us? Hello. Hello, Carolyn. Hello. Hi. It's been a while since we've talked last. It has been. It's so lovely to catch up with you guys. Yeah. And you're doing okay? It's so nice to hear your beautiful <laughs> voice. Yeah, we're we're all good over here hunkering down. And, you know, I'm lucky enough to be able to be working from home right now. Well, I imagine that this must change up your life of constant running around and productivity and mm. so on. Yeah, it's definitely been quite an adjustment. It's something that I kind of had to deal with because, you know, roller derby, I only got to two games this season before they canceled it. And um, wow. marching band there, uh, basically everything is on hold until July 1st. And then they're going to make a decision about the season, but I don't see how it's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. So I've I've kind of gone through a couple of waves. <laughs> right. Like, do you feel like you're grieving like a lot of pieces of your life that are on hold oh very much like yeah because it kind of was like oh all of the big things that i was looking forward to this year have all been either put on hold or pretty much canceled Mm -hmm. i actually (laughs) it sounds dramatic but it helped um i actually started a completely new bullet journal once i kind of accepted what was happening just because looking at my old bullet journal with like everything filled out and like all these plans i was like Mm. this is so depressing now that would be so depressing (laughs) totally as someone who lives and dies by a bujo like oh that would be like haunting it would be like hanging out with a ghost that makes you Mm -hmm. sad (laughs) yeah all right so you now have a new bullet journal and we're dying to know what's on your current to-do list these days Mm -hmm. so i've kind of 
been using the Bujo a bit more in terms of habit tracking because I feel like if I'm at least giving myself credit for what I'm trying to do, because I am trying to be much more understanding with myself than I normally would be in terms of like, Mm -hmm. hey, right now is hard and it really sucks. (laughs) And I'm obviously not going to be operating at my normal mental capacity. So... I'm trying to be a little bit more gentle with myself and understanding and giving myself credit. Nice. Something that I kind of made up to cope with, you know, like both me and my family have had to cancel a lot of really exciting trips that we had planned this year and, you know, not sure at all when we're going to be able to do that again. So I came up with the idea where once a week, um, my mom takes Tuesdays and I take Fridays and On her list, she makes a dish pulled from randomly from a list of places that someone in our family has been to, whether it's a country or like a a U.S. city that has a really strong food culture. And then I pull from a Mm -hmm. list of countries that no one has ever been to. So that way we can kind of research. Yeah. So it's just been something fun to think about. It has to be something that we've never made before. So like when my mom eventually pulls Italy, she can't just like make lasagna. She has to make something (laughs) brand new. Oh, my gosh. I love oh, that's it. that's so fun. Are you tracking any, like, relaxy stuff? Yes. So I'm also tracking reading. And it kind of nice. goes in with my um, ask for help section that I had. But mm-hmm. I also have a tra- two separate trackings, one for friends, just that, like, every day I'm, like, texting or talking to or playing a game with. Making yes. contact. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. So, like. Overall, do you feel uh, like more busy, less busy, like you are finding some balance? Because I know that word was mm-hmm. important and or the idea of it. Like, so how are you feeling just in general about like a whirlwind that needs like extensive breaks once in a while or like a little more balance? Definitely a little bit more balanced. I feel like this whole situation kind of forced me to do that a bit because it took out those things that totally would normally take up a lot of my time. So now I'm having to more actively listen to myself and like, okay, this is how I'm feeling mentally today. Um, what is realistic for me to do today? And where can I push myself? And when do I have to kind of back off a little bit? Nice. Something else that's actually really helped. I actually just started it this week, but I've kept up with it every morning, which I'm very proud of myself about. <laughs> Um, Mm -hmm. it's not anything long. It's usually only five to 15 minutes, but I'm now waking up at quarter to six. So that way I can get, um, a quick yoga session in. Like I said, it's nothing crazy, but just a little bit of yoga in the morning just Mm -hmm. to kind of meditate and wake up and just a more gentle way to kind of face the day and take it on. (laughs) Wow. I really admire that. I, I, that's I so am not nice. doing any exercise during this pandemic, but I so admire people who and do. just like that kind of that kind of structure, and also just sticking to something new like that many days in a row is just impressive to me in general. <laughs> well, if I'm being fair, there were a couple mornings where I was like, I literally do not want to get out of bed right now but I was like okay so what that means is that I'm gonna get up and I'm just doing like the five or eight ten minute video where it's like oh Mm -hmm. okay I'm gonna sit down the ground and breathe and maybe like stretch out my arms and legs and that's about it like I can handle that (laughs) and that but like that counts just as much as like a 25 minute flow like 
you got up, you pushed your body as much as it wanted to be pushed that morning and like took care of yourself. Yep. I have to talk about something that might be a little hard here. Sure. It was that crucial Mm. moment in your time with us when you had to, you know, talk with that one professor, you had to say no. And that meant a lot to our listeners. It meant a lot to us to see you step up, get out of your comfort zone and do that really, really hard thing to say, no, I can't do this anymore. Have you continued to say no since we've last seen you? I, there haven't really been any opportunities for me to say no, but I feel like I'm being much more mindful of my time and what's realistic, you know, and because the worst thing for me was that I started something and didn't finish it. And I'm the worst Mm. at that. (laughs) So I'm trying to Mm -hmm. be more mindful right now of going, okay, what is realistic for me to even take on? And if it's not realistic right now, just stopping it right there before I'm like, nope, I'm going to try it anyway. And we're just going to see what happens. Totally. Yeah. It's like, if I, if I feel like shit, every time I can't finish something, like I need to learn how to not say yes in the first place. Yeah. Right. If you don't say yes in the first place to everything, then you don't have to say no later on to the things you can't finish. Exactly. Right. Oh, that's so good to hear. Yeah. And I mean, if you had talked to me a month ago, it probably would have been a much different story. It was something that, you know, with everything going on, I just had to kind of go through it and then be like, okay, I'm actually in this for the long haul. Um, Because my company actually told me that we're not going back to the office until August 1st at the earliest, but it's most likely going to be much later Mm. than that. It was, yeah, so it was kind of once I got that news, I was like, oh. I need to adjust for Right, the long exactly. Time. So I just had to kind of really sit down and think about like, okay, I genuinely need to come up with what my new life right now is going to look like. It sounds like you're doing so great, Carolyn. You, you, you just like have a lightness to you that's a thrill to hear. I have to say it just yes. it fills my heart with so much happiness to hear you right now doing so well. You just sound so balanced. Well, you know, some days are more of a challenge than others, but, you know, I just try to be understanding with myself when that does happen and give myself the space to just feel whatever I'm feeling and be like, okay, you know what, right now is kind of hard, but tomorrow we'll take it on then. Well, Carolyn, thank you so much. Keep up the great work. We are just, we're thrilled with how great you're doing and we love you so much. Seriously. I love you guys too. And thank you so much for you know, leading me on this journey. I know it was not the easiest thing in the beginning, but we got there eventually. And I'm just so (laughs) grateful to have gone through the process with both of you. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm impressed. Oh my gosh. She is just embodying balance in a way that Mm -hmm. I got to be honest with you, Jolenta, when we first met her, I didn't even know if it was possible that she could have this much balance in her life. Yeah. Especially, and especially like in, you know, today's climate, if I could quote like every commercial that's playing right now, (laughs) like things are extra crazy and stressful. And the fact that she's able to sort of continue with this goal of balance, I think is very, very impressive. It just fills my heart so much. Carolyn is doing great. I'm, I'm so happy for her. And reminder, you can be the next Carolyn if you want. Do you have a predicament? We can help you with it. You can hit us up at weloveyoupod at gmail.com if you're interested. Also, you can just write to us and tell us anything. Tell us about an episode. Tell us a thought. Tell us that you love us, and we'll tell you we love you back. (laughs) All right. We're going to take a quick break, but when we're back, we'll hear from some of you out there and your thoughts on the Carolyn episode. Want to make mom's day? 
Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, we are back, and it's listener mail time, and we have got a lot this week. So first up, I want to hear from listeners who felt Carolyn's story was practically their own story. The Carolyns of the world. (laughs) Unfortunately, we do not have 12 hours, so we can't just read those letters, but we can (laughs) read a few of those. Half of those letters are from Kristen anyway. Yes, they are. (laughs) Mary says, just listening to the Carolyn episode eight minutes in, and we're almost the same person. I feel you, Carolyn. I love that because oh, that's so cute. Yeah, because I I gotta say, the first eight minutes I talked to Carolyn when we first met with her, Jolenta, I felt exactly the mm. same way. I'm like, I have not even known this woman for ten minutes, and I'm like, seeing but myself I am here. Her. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I understand her too well, <laughs> a little um, too well. Yeah, here's the letter we got from Rachel, who says, like Carolyn, I used to have a horrible time saying no, and I had way too much on my plate. After yet another weekend of crashing and burning and feeling defeated by life, I realized I couldn't continue like I was. I began seeing a therapist, and she told me something very similar to what Kristen said in the episode. Saying no does not make you any less lovable. Saying no helps you to love others more rather than resent them. Saying no means your love is not based on transaction, but on true feelings of trust and connection. Yay. That's a good therapist. Love that point. I love the not based on transaction. Like, ding, ding, ding. That's what we're all afraid of when we don't want to say no. Like, we're afraid we'll get rejected because love is transactional. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Rachel's therapist just blew my mind. Yeah. Rachel's therapist, whoever you are, we love you. You're hired. (laughs) I love this letter from Katie. Katie says, I am Carolyn. Not really, but oh, my goodness. Do I resonate with this woman? It used to be really hard for me to say no, and now I take a minute and think, am I doing this because I want to do this or because I think I should do this? I also remind myself of the following three things. One, saying no to others means saying yes to me. Two, if I say yes to everything, I cannot show up the way I want to show up. Everyone will be getting a lackluster version of me. And three, I have to remind myself that I can say no politely. Saying no does not make me rude, bad, lazy, etc. Yes. Yes. Very true. Yes. I got to say, I used to worry about that too because um, Mm -hmm. no seemed like a really rude thing to say. It was, it it seemed mean sometimes, like, oh gosh, yeah. yeah." And it's like, no, it's not mean. There's nothing mean about saying no. It's not like harsh. It's just, it just is the truth. Like, nah, I can't do that. (laughs) Nope. Yeah. You don't even have to give an explanation. It's fine to just say no. I also just love the lazy thing. That's what I always struggle with, where it's like, if it's a Friday and I'm feeling like not going out and I, I don't want to say no because I don't want to look like a lazy, like a loser. And it's I know it's very 
It's a very sort of surfacey thing to worry about, but I do. Oh, no. I, I I mean, I think that's true of a lot of people. I think there are a lot of reasons why saying no feels like, oh, I don't want to look like a loser. I don't want to be lazy. I don't want to come off as a jerk. I, I don't want to mm. be that person who isn't a team player. I don't want to – I mean, there's a million reasons why yeah. saying no can feel like, oh, I'm being rude if I say no. Like a personal failing. But yes. It's like, or it's just you, like, knowing limits. Like, it's not a it's – a, it's a success because you know your limits. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, can we talk about lists now, Kristen? Oh, yes, we can. Yes. We heard from a lot of list people. And I'll be honest, I make a list or two in a bullet journal every day. I yes. love a good list. Yes. I see uh, you as very much a list person, Jolenta. You, yeah, you're not a list person the same way that I am, but you definitely do it every yeah. day. I was going to say, I'm not like beholden to the list the way like your average person might be. I make a list and then I just like look at it, throw it out the window, use it to practice penmanship, but I don't I don't necessarily like follow through. That's my own issue. <laughs> All right, but let's get to the letters. Dana says, I'm really glad you gave Carolyn a too relaxed list assignment. As someone who is also a list maker, I find it joyful and soothing to look at lists of things I could do for fun. Like Carolyn, I don't need to hit everything on my list. It's over 200 items long, so I suspect I never will. But it's still fun to have a place to write down my dreams and check them off when they do come true. Yes. Hard agree. Yes. And I think that's why there are so many books out there that are essentially this kind of list, like 100 places to see before you die. Or, you know, uh, when you look at the top 50 things to do this weekend in your hometown, which every weekend, every magazine and newspaper in New York has it for New York, you know? Um, Those lists can be really helpful. Or like the top 100 things to watch on Netflix right now. I Mm -hmm. I mean, I I know some people are like, oh, lists are scary or, you know, lists can be overwhelming. But I think a lot of us are drawn to those lists. I find them to be very soothing. Yeah, I love seeing what are the top 100 things to watch on Netflix right now. That Mm -hmm. makes me happy. Also, as like a visual learner, it just really helps seeing information organized, like physically almost in a way where it's like I my therapist recently had me do a thing where she's like, just write down shit you like, like (laughs) what brings you joy, period. And I was like, oh, it is nice to look at this thing of like, oh, I like bikes. I like smelling my dog's feet. Like (laughs) I like going to yoga. I like that flower. Like, oh, like and it's just nice to see it all in one place, like in a, a visually appealing row like with good penmanship, like it's just very soothing. It works for the visual person. It works for the person who, you know, likes to write out things because sometimes for a lot of us processing what's in our hearts Mm. and our heads, Mm -hmm. just the process of writing it out helps. So yeah, I love all of that. And Dana, I got to say how you worded this, that writing down your dreams and checking them off when they come true. Very cute. Checking them off when they come true. I love the idea of like, Look, a dream came true. That's great. That's really yeah. sweet. And it's also just a nice sort of like positivity reminder where it's like, look, like you did something you meant to do. That's yes. cool. Yes. All right. Um, another list person, Anna, says this. I have a number of books to read this year goal, but I stopped increasing it. I realized that more wasn't a healthy, happy goal and that goals don't have to forever be more difficult to be satisfying. Oh, mm. That's good stuff, Anna. That's so interesting. I do think a number of folks out there have been told their whole lives, 
uh, the more challenging, the more fun. Or like if you're not always moving the benchmark, like what do you do it? Yes, yes. But sometimes it's fun to not move the benchmark. Sometimes it's yeah. fun to just enjoy it for what it is and be like, yeah, that's fine. I'm going to read as yeah. many books as I can this year. Like no one's failing or winning. Yeah. Last year I set the goal for 50 and I'm just going to try to go for 50 again this year and that's fine. That's great. Yeah. All right. Finally, we got to hit this letter because lots of listeners wrote in to say basically what Shy said. And Shy says, Carolyn was such a queen dealing with the professor and the pressure to keep helping with that book. So inspiring. Yay. 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 She was Heart so inspiring. Agree. I mean, just that sounded like the most terrifying thing. Mm. The sound of her like getting ready to say no, like my heart was in my throat. Yes, yes. And then she did it. She handled it with such grace too. Like, ugh. Yeah. I mean, some people <laughs> wrote in and said that maybe we gave her steps that were too hard <laughs> and said that was too scary to make her say no during this. And she wanted it. She wanted it. She brought it up way too soon in our consultation for it to not be a thing she wanted us to force her to do. That's yes. my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, we like to think that if somebody doesn't want to do it, they will not do it. They won't. We're not going to force them. Yeah. We're not going to force them. But we are so proud of you, Carolyn, because we didn't tell you to do something that big. We said, just say no to something small. That's all we said. And you know what? You are a queen. Yes. You are a queen, Carolyn. You are such a queen. Huge thanks to everybody who wrote in this week. We so appreciate hearing from you. You're all wonderful. We love all of you. Uh, we're going to take another quick break. When we're back, we'll share our We Love You recommendations for the week and give you a preview of next week's episode. When your space has the long-lasting, noticeable scent of Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist, you'll be inviting everyone over. From barbecues to girls' night, the kids can even host their friends. Whoa, it smells amazing. Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is infused with two times more essential oil versus regular Airwick Essential Mist for our most authentic, nature-inspired fragrance experience. Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is perfectly portable and effortlessly easy, the way fragrance should be. Now that's a breath of fresh Airwick. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with Sirius XM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, we are back. And you know what it's time for? It's time for our We Love You recommendations for the week. These are things that filled our hearts with joy and made life a little nice. So, Kristen, please tell us, what is your recommendation? All right. When we first recorded this, I recommended the Bon Appetit Chefs at Home video series, but now that it's come to light that Bon Appetit paid all their white contributors and none of their people of color who appeared on air, I'm going to swap out my recommendation for something else. 
It is the Black Lives Matter collection on Netflix. Uh, Again, that's the Black Lives Matter collection on Netflix. This is a new list that Netflix compiled to showcase Black stories, and it includes everything from documentaries to dramas and everything in between. And for all of you out there like Carolyn, who love having a big list to tackle, it is a nice big list. Um, also, if you're like me and miss seeing new releases from Hollywood directors during COVID because all the movie theaters are shut down, the list also includes the debut of Spike Lee's new film, Defy Bloods. So again, that is the Black Lives Matter collection on Netflix. I like it. Jolenta, what about you? What is your We Love You recommendation for the week? Okay. My We Love You recommendation is a little old school, but it's something I've started implementing in my life every day as a sort of like relaxation activity, sort of wind down. And that is cards. Cards, Kristen, playing cards. Mm, like what, what kinds of cards are we talking so about here? So every night lately, Brad and I have, when he finishes work, which is sort of late in the night when I'm quite tired, he, he'll he come into the living room and we'll like pop on a Golden Girls so you don't need to like quite pay attention. It washes over you and we'll play like one to three games of gin. Mm. And I'm really enjoying sort of like the ritual of winding down and also the fact that it is like planned nothingness almost at this point. It's, it made me think of Carolyn a lot about like scheduling downtime, literally. And mm. uh, it wasn't like an official schedule, but it's definitely become official. And mm. I like cards are really fun. Yeah. And cards are fun and there's no outcome. There's nothing productive afterward. It's not like... No, there's nothing. It's just like, well, we did that again. Like, yeah. That's it. That was fun in the moment. I enjoyed that. That was it. And it was fun for its own sake. It sucks you into the moment for like a hot second and then you're done and you're like, I didn't really achieve much. But like that felt good. And like, it's a nice like moment in my day. Um, and like cards are great. Like uh, Brad just got some Bob Ross playing cards that are like very fun to look at and read. Like also cards have really upped their game since I've last been into playing cards. Like mm. I'm just really enjoying cards. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, that's great. So again, our We Love You recommendations of the week are from me, the Black Lives Matter collection on Netflix, and from Jolenta, gin or any kind of cards. Cards. <laughs> All right. Those are our recommendations, and now it's time. It is time to give you a teaser of next week's episode. Yes. Hit it, Lindsay. I'm Tiara Darnell. I am a 31-year-old freelance journalist from Portland, Oregon. I just moved to Buffalo from Portland because my boyfriend got a job here. And here we are in this new city, but I'm not really sure what my purpose is here because for the first time I've moved for someone else's dream and not for my own. Will we give Tierra a purpose? Will we give Tierra a porpoise? Jolenta, if anything, we should give her a buffalo, not a porpoise. Mm. Well, no matter what animal we give her, you should listen next week to find out more. And that's it for this episode of We Love You and So Can You. Our producer is the amazing Lindsay Cradwell. Our editor is John Delore. Daisy Rosario is our executive producer. Chris Bannon is our chief content officer. And Casey Holford composed our theme song and mixed this episode. Please stay in touch. Do you have a predicament? 
Do you relate to one of our guest predicaments? Do you have advice for someone? Hit us up. Our email address is weloveyoupod at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at weloveyoupod, at Kristen Meinzer, and at Joenta G, or leave us a voicemail at 601-LOVE-171. That's 601-568-3171. Also, don't forget to rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you're listening. It takes like a hot second, and it truly helps us stay in the charts, stay relevant, make sure other people find the show, and spread the love. Because who doesn't want to spread love? If you don't tell a friend about the show, it's like you're anti-love, which is weird. (laughs) Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. And remember, we love you. And so can you. You. That was much better. Amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for pushing us, Lindsay. It was worth it. Thank you. Thanks. Stitcher. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.